Welcome to We Are Essential Podcast. This podcast is hosted by the Carol Gardens Nannies Association from Brooklyn. I'm today's host, Marion Gonzalez. I'm a professional nanny for 20 years and also a member of the Carol Gardens Nannies Association. Today we are going to talk about Carol Gardens Cultural Committee and how we overcome the pandemic. And today we have uh, three guests from members of the Caragandas Nannies Association. We are welcoming Yolan Atta, Cosette Maliasi, and Kenya Williams. Thank you guys for coming and telling us about the cultural committee and overcoming the pandemic. We have Yolan Atta and Kenya Williams. Can you guys introduce yourself, please? Hi, good morning. My name is Yolan Atta. I'm a nanny with over 16 years of experience. I'm a proud member of Carroll Gardens Nanny Association. Thank you. Hello, good morning. My name is Kenya Williams. I've been a nanny for 25 years. I've been a lovely member of Carol Gardens Nannies Association for seven years, and I'm enjoying the journey. Thank you very much. I want to ask you guys about the Carol Gardens Cultural Committee. Can you tell us about the Cultural Committee at CGNA? Okay, so the Cultural Committee was created by the members of the Steering Committee. As we know, our association is diverse and there are a lot of members with different cultures. We want to create a space where we can have different fun activities that can bring members together to celebrate each other. Okay. Cosette, can I ask you, how do you feel about the Caragallon's first Mother's Day dinner? Good morning. I believe having a Mother's Day event is very important because we are mothers. Even if you do not have children and you are a nanny or take care of children, you're still a mother. And even if you're not a mother, you're a woman. So I believe this event is very, very, very important. And it brings mothers together to enjoy life, to talk about different aspects of the world and different aspects of children. Okay. I feel very positive about it. Um, We wanted to have an event that would allow us domestic workers to go out, to meet each other, to embrace each other as cultures and, and just to be around each other so we can support each other and encourage each other. Uh, this Mother's Day event is because, you know, we ourselves are mothers. And sometimes in this industry, we don't get recognized or celebrated as much. And because we take care of children, you know, sometimes our own celebrations or our own special days get pushed back on the back burner because we're so focused on taking care of our work families and everything. So this event is just to celebrate us. And just to be around each other and, you know, just so we can get a little dressed up. Because I I often hear nannies say, oh, what's the dress code? 
because you know we wear like jeans and and everything for work because it's comfortable and we're chasing after kids so we like the occasions where we can get all snazzy so true so so true for that night what would you be expecting we expect members to come and celebrate each other we are hard-working members who need some time for ourselves you know to have a good time there are going to be surprises of course every day members are going to be dancing and you know celebrating How each can other you bring okay. the community yeah. together through events there are lots of ways for instance summer is appearing and you can form a group you can bring people together by going to the beach having a beach party preparing lunch if it doesn't matter cooking and selling your little food that brings people together Next in line, you can have a domino party, playing games all together. All those things brings people together. You can have a little dance party because people love dancing. That brings people together. Okay. I believe, again, just having different communities together with different ideas. These things brings people together. Yes, yes. So true. Yola, I want to ask you the question I asked Corzette. How can you bring the community together through events or what ideas you can share with the community to get people together? Okay, so we can always bring the community together by organizing fun events. As Cosette said, you could, we could have a beach party. We could also organize um, barbecues. You know, a lot of people of different cultures like barbecues. And we could organize that. We can organize parties, things that members like, like members of diverse, both Spanish and English will like. Um, we can also have fun events like games. It doesn't have to always be some dancing or whatever, but also games. We could have that, as Cosette was saying earlier on, the weather is getting nicer. We could go to the parks and have our own fun events at, at the park and encourage members to come. And I feel that's a way the ex organization will expand because guess what? When we, as members, have these activities going on and we invite family members or friends, other people come and see what's going on and people do engage and they want to be a part of this because it's not only about going out there and advocating for ourselves, fighting for our rights, but we need to have some time for ourselves to celebrate each other. True, so true. And question for both you and Kenya, how did you guys feel like after the pandemic, like reunited with friends or going back to like places you could not have gone to? How you guys feel now? Well, I feel good. I feel so relieved because during the pandemic, everybody was on lockdown. Everyone was inside and you know, we were afraid to go out there because we felt like if we step out of our house, you know, it's a great danger of getting the pandemic. After the pandemic, 
we also lost so many nannies along the way but after the pandemic seeing nannies that that were there that are safe it felt so good having to i hugged my friends i spoke to them i was so happy that you know they were there and this is why i'm with this organization too because guess what we just need to come together unite with each other build a strong foundation for our domestic workers the pandemic taught me something cherish each other because you never know when something is going to happen and it's going to take away your precious ones it's true and Kelly, do you want to add that question as well i think reuniting after the pandemic is going to be a wonderful experience because one thing that was not mentioned as much i was not able to work during the pandemic i was home for almost four months and i really wasn't going out much you know we did a lot of zoom calls with the organization we spread a lot of useful information like yelan mentioned you know we was able to help people a bit financially but one thing is that when you are used to going out and being around people and then all of a sudden you're not you suffer things some people went through anxiety some people suffered depression so now coming back together it's great because then we really know we are a community and it's always nice you know after being over zoom or speaking over the phone to meet the person face to face and like oh you know maybe you'll meet someone who didn't realize that they could have helped you out in a way and you'll have a chance to be like you know your words on this zoom call was so encouraging or you know just being able to see our community in person rather than over zoom is touching okay ask you how did you overcome the pandemic the pandemic was not too bad with me cuz i never stopped working i never stopped going places it's just that i had to use my mask and be very precaution but i interacted with people just the same way I bought the bus the train just the same way and I believe if you trust God and you pray before you leave your home this is my first priority trust in God uh Yola can I ask you with the CGNA organization what role did it play for you in the pandemic were you uh supported by CGNA Okay so I joined CGNA during the time of the pandemic. CGNA was um fund giving funds to nannies who lost their jobs and you know were not getting any kind of income. They did get some funding and nannies were getting a check of $500 at first and then $250 after. As much as it may sound like just $750 it was very good it did block a hole for me and i felt that was a very good idea of the association to try to get funding for those nannies that were really really in need of the funding this is how i joined the association through that i felt well hey if this association is supporting me as a nanny and will go out of the way to try to get funding for for nannies who are in need why not be a part of it and from there my journey started and i'm very happy to be here 
how do you balance yourself and your family and, uh, while working as a daddy? Can I ask Kenya? Oh, how do I balance taking care? Well, sometimes I don't do good balancing. It, it, it can be overwhelming, but I'm working on it. <laughs> but I think we, you know, the balance has to come and we have to set our boundaries because like in any work industry, if if they can get away with it, they will. So us as nannies, we have to set our boundaries like, you know, really five or six o'clock, whenever you get off, that's it, I'm off. If you send me a text at 6.10, I'm not responding until I'm wake, I wake up and I'm walking out my door to go to work. You know, so that's where the balance has to come in. Can you tell me in your own words how, what inspired you and empowered you to become a daddy? Wow. Okay. That's the first time I've been asked that question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So honestly, when I became a nanny, it was an accident. <laughs> My mother had a friend who had accepted a live-in position but she injured herself and she didn't want to lose the position. So she asked my mom if I would do the job for her for two weeks so she can recover. And when I called the mother of this family, her response to me really put me off to doing it. And that's why I will never do another living job again. But hooray for the nannies who's able to do that. I just know it's not for me. And then after that, my sister became pregnant and so I started taking care of my family. But as I'm doing that, going out, taking classes on being nannies. And at, at a time, they had this three-hour class at the libraries that was free that would give you a nanny certificate. So I took that class and then I went for CPR. Then I did early childhood education. And eventually that role led me into CGNA. And now I just honestly, when I meet people who are thinking about becoming a nanny because this is considered an easy field to get into, I always ask them, do you love children? Because to do this job, you have to have a genuine love for children. So that's what empowers me to stay a nanny and also to spread the word about being in this fantastic field that we're in. Oh, it's very good. Well, my thing is, I love children. I love being among children. I have my own children. First to begin, I love my children. And if you love your children, you ought to love children on the whole. No matter who they are, how they are, you bring them up in a way that will grow in love, unity, and togetherness. This is why I love working with children too. I like food. So I can feed my children. Sounds good. Okay, so I want to ask you, Len, the same question, what inspired and empowered you to become a, a daddy? So I've always had love for children. From since back home, I can remember as a little girl, my mom's friends have me take care of the kids if they have to run to the supermarket or go to run some errands, they would have me take care of the kids. And guess what? I used to do such a wonderful job because I love kids. 
So when I came over here, as everyone knows, getting into the domestic industry as being a nanny or housekeeper, that's one of the things that most immigrants will get as soon as they come over. So I, I, I would say continue my journey as, as a nanny. Back when we would just say taking care of kids, but hey, it's, you know, they would say like nanny. And I come over here and I started off as a nanny and take care of kids. That's what I love to do. This is why I'm still in this field. And I love to be around kids, see them grow. It's fun when you see these kids play with you and have, they always have a story. They bring so much joy into your heart. And I just love what I do. Okay. I want to say thank you, ladies, for sharing your experience and journey with us. Your stories are very good, and I hope we can all learn, get ideas and experience as well from, from it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. We are Essential Podcast today. Today's guests are Carol Garner's members from the Cultural Committee. If you're interested in the CGNA, reach out to us by Googling Carol Garner's Daddy's Association or our Instagram at CGA underscore NPC. This podcast is produced by Hero and the music is composed by Sydney and the cover is designed by Kriti. Thanks for listening. See you next time.